If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My friend Nancy Mace. Good morning, Nancy Mace. Good morning, Sid and friends. And my mother, Anne, Anne with an E, is super excited. She's been listening to you for a very long time, and she is stoked this morning. And where is she right now? She's in South Carolina. She's in Charleston, South Carolina. Is she from there? Uh, well, she was born in Newark, by the way. She's okay. a Jersey girl. Uh, grew up in Punta Gorda, and then when my parents retired, my my father's from South Carolina, from Hampton, by the way, where the Murdoch murders <laughs> happened. Oh boy! Uh, lots of stories about that family. But um, but she's in Charleston, in the district, uh, down there right now, listening to you as she always says every single day. That's great. I was watching um, Southern Charm a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite TV shows on Bravo. It's complete nonsense. Some guy named Shep, some guy named Craig, a bunch of pretty girls, including the girl that got Alex Rodriguez divorced from J-Lo. And uh, it all takes place in Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, and I actually heard from T-Rav actually two days ago. I guess maybe he's not on the show now. It was formerly on the show. Super big fiscal conservative. Who's, yes. Like me, I come from a very libertarian, independent-minded district. We're really upset with what the federal government is doing and spending, et cetera. You're funny. T-Rav. Yeah. She's T-Rav. about Thomas Ravenel, of course. Mm-hmm. Was, he was a politician down there. and. He had some rough times, too, by the way, but he's an interesting guy. Let's leave we it all that. do. We yeah. all have baggage to carry. Uh, on he, had a a more, he had more <laughs> than just baggage to carry, but that's fine. Uh, so now mm-hmm. you're here with two gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Now I can finally put the face to the name of the guy that made you late for Tim Scott's breakfast. Patrick, he's right <laughs> He's right here. He's sitting in studio. Oh, what a cute guy he is. He's I'd be cute. late for the breakfast, a too. Handsome, bald guy. <laughs> yeah. And then I got my comms director, Will, here. So uh, very G-rated right now. <laughs> very, very G-rated. You didn't think I'd bring that up, Pat, did you? That's what makes me number one, by the way. That's why people love it. He doesn't mind love being known, but he doesn't want to be known for that. And it was, <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I, I don't think I, so. I, I would want to be known for only that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> Yeah, he's a little embarrassed yeah. by it, but it was no, funny. It was funny. You yeah. know, it was a funny joke. I love telling you. jokes. You're I love a beautiful telling jokes. woman. You guys are in love. In fact, you look great today because Thank you're you. here to do The View. I'm here. You're going mm-hmm. on with these horrible witches, these wenches, this Whoopi Goldberg racist, this uh, Joy Behar stupid, Sonny Hostin stupid and a racist. That's quite a bunch of folks you're going to see later on this well, morning. I'm not, I, I don't want to go in an echo chamber. Somebody's got to hear this fiscally conservative message, this normal centrist message. And I'm like... Throw me in, coach. Let's go. Like, I, I'll talk to anybody. I'll debate anyone about any issue. Oh, I know you will. Uh, you yeah. know. But I'll, they're tough. I'll throw it down if we have to. There's, there's like four of them, though. It's a, you know, it's like uh, you give me a tough guy in the street, and unless it's a movie like Chuck Norris or Sylvester Stallone or Jeff Speakman, four on one's a tough fight, and yeah. they are vicious. I like to fight. I'm not really. I'm not afraid. I'm not uh, scared to go into You're the scent. No, I'm not at all. You should be scared of uh, Joy Behar. Not at all. Not at all. No. Uh, do you like any of them? I've never watched The View. You never. So how did this happen? Uh, well, they invited me on for a long time. Now we find we decided to go. I had time to go and do it, but I've actually never watched the program. I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. I don't have a lot of time. You know, you're raising teenagers and you're in yeah. Washington and in Congress. Like you don't have a lot of time for TV. You're on TV all the time, though. I see you like I'll almost talk, every day I'll now. I'll do interviews, but I don't have time to watch. You don't watch it. I don't right. watch. I don't no. have time to watch. Okay. Uh, have they given working. you any idea what the topics may be today? 
Uh, we really, I mean, I'm sure it's all going to be current news. It's the hot topics table, I think is what they call it. Okay. And it'll be the news of the day, what's going on. Obviously, government shutdown, um, you know, what that's all about. I'm sure, obviously, with the news with, with Trump today, right. those kinds of things. I'm hoping we talk about women's issues. As you know, that's something near and dear to my heart. Um, okay, so let's go right there. We'll get to the government shutdown and Trump in a second. Women's issues. Mm-hmm. If the conversation was to go your way, how would oh, it go? Oh, it's definitely not going my way. <laughs> uh, but how would it go? I, I know, because... Yeah. It, I mean, obviously, well, I don't know this about you. Are you pro-life or pro-choice? I'm pro-life. That's but, a, I'm pro-choice, yeah, actually. Yeah, but I'm also willing to find the middle ground because the extremes of both sides, you've got Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Gavin Newsom. They won't tell you what their limits are. And then on the other side, we've got people with, with zero. They want zero, no exceptions. So neither of those are the extremities of both sides. But right. somewhere in the middle are 95% of the people. And I bet you said, even though I'm pro-life and you're pro-choice, we agree on 98% oh, of the things. So at some true. point, that baby has the right to life. I'm saying second trimester. Yeah, like six months. After that, it's murder. Right. So, you know, and the left will say no limits. The right will say zero, like no no abortions. But somewhere in the middle is where 95, 98% of the country is. Yeah, but I agree with that. But yet you realize that even with that said, they're still going to fight with you today. They're going to oh, find yeah. something. We'll you know? see. We'll see. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm going with a spoon and a knife. I can be nice <laughs> or I can cut you. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm willing to give anyone the benefit of the doubt um, and see where the conversation goes. But that's the problem today. People are afraid. Republicans are afraid. Democrats are afraid to talk to the other side. And yeah. it shouldn't. Yeah. I'll yeah. debate anyone because I feel like yeah. my my ideas and ideologies and policies and philosophies, it's important to talk about even when someone disagrees with you. Well, we saw that just now, this whole government shutdown, right? First you mm-hmm. had Republicans versus Democrats. Then you had Republicans versus Republicans. This yeah. guy, Matt Gates is a psycho. You may like him. He's a psycho. He's got to get out. He's killing us. Uh, you know, you got to stop at some point. At the some Matt point, Gates you stop. Matt Gates is right on this. I have to tell you. Oh, there is, God, there is, no. no. You yes. can't have a government no. shutdown, Nancy. I don't want a government shutdown, but we have a law in the books from 19. 19- 1974, the Budget Impact and Control Act that says Congress is supposed to have a budget. Congress is supposed to have 12 spending bills every year put out by October 1st, but Congress doesn't follow the law. So how can we ask our fellow Americans to follow the law when Congress will not follow its own laws? I just want us to follow the law. That's what he wants. This should have been done before October. It wasn't. But this is what Congress always does. No matter who's in charge, they have one giant spending bill, no vetting, no amendments, and, uh, you know, and you have no time to read it. If you had 12 spending bills, it's vetted through committee. You have amendments. You have time to read it and absorb it and make that vote. But that's not what Congress says. So four people, when you do it via CR, the four most powerful people get all the say. The people don't have the power. And that's the problem with it, no matter who's in charge. Well, you got 40 days now to do what you're talking about, or 45 days. But uh, oh, any- there'll be another CR or an omnibus. Oh, sure. They, they won't sure. do the bills the way they're supposed to be done, because that's what Washington well, you does. you got to get 12 done, right? And I think you've got four of the 12 four, done right now. We've done four, but Chuck right. Schumer hasn't done any of the four yeah, bills he's a, sent over. Because he's a scumbag, that's why. Yeah, well, he, I can't curse on this. Well, show. you can say <laughs> Schumer's full of shit, basically. <laughs> so, um, but the four, the, four bills, the four bills we've sent over yeah. are about fund 70% of the government. I know. Why can't you take them off? I don't know. I don't you know, know, so this is just a power grab by the most powerful. What do you think about the uh, thought that part of the reason why Matt Gates has such a hard-on for McCarthy is is because when all those uh, rumors were popping up about Matt, underage girls, all that sex harassment stuff, that he felt like Kevin McCarthy didn't rush to his defense. And that's part of the reason why 
He's extra tough on Kevin. Do you buy that, or is this just, no, this is how he feels politically? These I've days. had conversations with Matt, and that has never come up. So I don't know what oh, Matt. Oh, you're friends with him. I, well, I have conversations with everybody on both sides of the aisle. Okay. Uh, if you're willing to work with me, I'm willing to work with you. Matt and I have had our differences. We've gone at it. We've called each other names. We've cursed each other out on air. Like, we, really? we've had it. But his his viewpoint that we should be following the law is what we should be doing. So it's it's ironic that I'm agreeing with him because it's not unreasonable to ask Congress, just follow the law. That's it. Okay. I mean, the spending levels, we're going to argue over that, and I won't win that argument. But you can do what Congress wants to do with the 12 spending bills. It's just follow the damn law. Like, that's all I'm asking. Okay. And that's all he's asking. That's fair. Congresswoman Nancy Mace live in studio. She's going to do the view today. I can't, I'm going to watch that. I can't wait to see that. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. Honestly, I can't wait. I love a good uh, I debate. can't wait. See, I think, I think... They initially reached out to you because you weren't you didn't like Trump. Now you've kind of come full circle. And when I had the president on just two weeks ago, mm-hmm. you were the first of four ladies' names that I mentioned. I said to him, "This needs to be your running partner." And I said that because you know I've had lengthy discussions where you've admitted that you've kind of come around now on Trump. But they probably don't know that. They think, "Oh, there's that Nancy May. She's a Republican and she hates Trump." So you need to sit down today and start off by saying, by the way, I've changed my mind about Donald Trump. He should be president. And then see how the rest of the interview goes. Oh, their heads will explode <laughs> if I said oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, completely explode. But here's the thing about me. And you know this, Sid. If my party's right, I'm with them and will support them. But when my party's wrong, I'm going to call them out every single time. They're wrong on women's issues right now. One of the, my frustrations with leadership is that I was promised some legislation to move forward um, some women's issues and gun violence issues. That has not happened this year, nine months in, ten months in now. So when they're right, I support them. When they're wrong, we're going to call them out. And I do that every single time in an independent voice. I do my own thing. And when it's wrong, I'm going to say so. Well, the women's issue, the abortion stuff, I, I think we both agree, killed us. You know, in 2022, I'll never forget Jesse Waters the night before. We're getting 53. We're getting 54. I'm like, yeah. We're, and then we got nope. nothing. We got nothing, right? So there's no question abortion was part of that issue. Abortion so, was on the ballot. Abortion will be on the ballot next yes. year. 